Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Brian Lehrer on WNYC. Now we're going to start a series of interviews with the four new members of city council in New York City. Remember, the elections last fall did not have a lot at stake for, um, you know, a lot of levels of government. It was mostly an off-year election, uh, but because of the redistricting laws and things like that, it was an election year for all of the New York City Council. And it wound up with four new people being elected, four rookies, uh, other people um were by and large elected to the uh, districts they were continuing to run from as incumbents. So we have put out invitations to all four, and we're going to start that series right now in District 42 in Brooklyn and meet Chris Banks. Councilmember Banks succeeded and defeated longtime Councilmember Charles Barron. District 42 includes constituents in East New York, New Lots, Spring Creek, Remsen Village, Starrett City, and East Flatbush. It's also home to the stunning Jamaica Bay Wildlife Refuge. So we'll talk with Council Member Banks about his relationship to the district, a little bit about his biography uh, since he's new at this, and what his priorities are going to be or are starting out to be in City Hall. We'll also touch on some news of the day. Council Member Banks, congratulations on your election and welcome to WNYC. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Brian Lear. Thank you for the invite. First of all, did I get the neighborhoods in your district right, at least? Yeah, yeah, yeah. East New York, Brownsville, Canarsie, a little bit East Flatbush, and uh, we also have Remsen Village, which is sometimes debated on to be Canarsie or Remsen Village, but uh, <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe you saw that New York Times uh, piece a few months ago that was all about neighborhood lines and how fuzzy they are, and how sometimes certain blocks are defined for a while as one neighborhood and for a while as another neighborhood, or it depends on who you ask. So maybe there's a Canarsie Remsen Village example of that. Yeah, um, yeah this possibly, possibly is. <laughs> uh, and listeners, we invite your calls for new city council member Chris Banks, and first priority We'll go to people in the district, but it doesn't just have to be people from the district. 212-433-WNYC, 212-433-9692, call or text. Want to tell people about your background a little bit? Where'd you grow up? What first you got interested, got you interested in, in politics or public service? Yeah, born and raised in East New York, started as a Block Association president of the Van Sicklin Block Association, served on the local community board, uh, president of the local 75th Precinct Community Council, and I ran a non-for-profit organization servicing the uh, aging population and doing a lot of youth development programs in the uh, East New York community. Just to and, look uh, back a little bit on the race that you won, do you consider yourself very different politically from Charles Barron? He was such an icon, is an icon in the community. He got elected from there so many times for city council or state legislature, um, you know, considers um, his uh, Black Panther legacy a big point of pride. Are you sort of a different kind of politician from him on the issues or, you know, why, why even challenge Charles Barron? Well, I think it was, uh, my election was really more about a generational change. 
Um, you know, uh, my predecessor was in office over 20 odd years. He had a stranglehold on the political power. And I think the district just wanted a, a breath of fresh air. And, uh, they, and, and they supported me. I was someone who was on the ground for over 15, closer to 20 years of working, organizing for NYCHA residents, for Michelama residents, and showing real results um, fighting for the community. So I think they, the, the community said it was time for a change. And uh, now uh, I'm the new New York City Council person. So you are you saying you ran on effectiveness rather than differences on issues? I, well, I think effectiveness is key. We are also, uh, you know, I, I think across the board, there are some issues that mean uh, maybe the approach uh, we differ on. But um, I think overall, fighting for the 42nd Council Mag District, making sure that we get us, we got it, we have a seat at the table is important. I think his approach was definitely different. It isolated the community, uh, the district, and um, we saw the results of that all ac across the board when it came with a uh, providing uh, funds for social services organizations, and um, also to the lack of accessibility to the affordable housing stock in the district. And also, a, uh, the uh, his, uh, his 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 abysmal, uh, I would say, um, not being able to focus on some of the key issues like Linden Plaza, which is a major metropolitan in the district that Did has been. Did we lose? Oh, you're there. Okay, uh, something happened for a minute with my audio. Hopefully, there's not a problem. Um, we, you mentioned housing um, when. When then Councilman Barron was on in October of 2022, not in the context of a campaign, we were interviewing people on housing, and he said that district, your district, um, has um, had, I'm sorry, had been unusually successful in stopping gentrification. He pointed to rents in East New York, relatively lower than other neighborhoods in Brooklyn, especially nearby Bed-Stuy, I think came up in that conversation. Do you agree that gentrification is less of an issue in East New York and District 42 generally, and that the kinds of um, rezoning and, and housing development that's been put there under, I guess, really the de Blasio years and with Councilman Charles Barron have... Um, have been more positive than other neighborhoods that resist some of the some of the new development. Well, gentrification is always a threat. Always has been a threat. Um, you know, we've had privatization of NYCHA developments, um, which some folks can't perceive as a form of gentrification. Um, uh, also, we uh, a lot of the housing that uh, was brought to the community. We had a major housing expansion in the district, but uh, once again, we had a lot of local residents who have not benefited from that new housing that came into the district. Um, so, you know, I, I think that there are a lot of issues that came to the district that obviously uh, well, could be perceived as a, a possible attempt to gentrify the community. But I think overall, uh, you know, they're, they're just general concern, concerns. I mean, we've had a plethora of bike lanes placed throughout our community. Um, and, and, and I think a, a lot of the community has been uh, very frustrated with how the city has arbitrarily placed bike lanes in dangerous areas. Uh, well, let me create create in dangerous situations to place in bike lanes in that in those areas. So, uh, gentrification, uh, I believe it's it's always a threat. 
Um, but I think for the first, for foremost, uh, we, we've, we've been able to somewhat uh, starve off gentrification. I always ask new members of city council, since there are 51 city council districts in New York, that's, you know, our city carved up into 51 um, different neighborhoods, uh, you know, either effectively or artificially, but 51 is a lot of different areas in one city. So I ask new council members to describe um, their districts to people who live in the rest of the city, in the rest of the, of the listening region. So how would you describe the demographics of your city council district and the main political and cultural dynamics? Well, parts of the district, we have a high concentration of um, high-density housing. We have nine NYCHA developments. We have a, a major growing um, senior population. And uh, surprisingly, a lot of folks uh, in the 42nd Council Megas, we have a lot of homeowners, one to two family homeowners. Um, and we have actually three uh, major industrial parks um, in the district. Um, so, uh, you know, as I said, every every district is unique in its makeup and, 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 and difference. And, um, you know, East, uh, the 42nd Council Mag District is, is definitely uh, different and unique. Uh, to a lot of the council districts throughout the city. Text message from a listener says, excuse me, Charles Barron was a stalwart supporter of New York City retirees. In our fight to keep the health care we earned and promised, will Council Member Banks support us by co-sponsoring Intro 1099 when it's reintroduced? And that, for our listeners who don't know, is basically to keep the city and the municipal unions from moving people um, by force from traditional Medicare onto Medicare managed care. Yes. Uh, can you repeat that question? Uh, yeah. The the listener wants to know if you're going to support intro nine, 1099 when it comes back this term. That's the measure. And you could tell us if you're familiar with this issue yet. Um, New York City municipal retirees, city employees, uh, who the city wants to force onto Medicare Advantage plans rather than traditional Medicare to save money. Do you have a position on that? Are you familiar with the issue? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still wrapping my head around that issue. Uh, I know uh, later we're in the campaign, it, it came up, and uh, uh, but uh, as again, as we were knocking on the doors of residents, that obviously wasn't a big issue for them, but nevertheless, we are um, we we are definitely uh, t- taking consideration uh, the effects of that particular piece of legislation, um, and uh, and 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 again, I believe the courts had weighed in on it, but again, we are you know as I said, we're fairly new, so we're going to sit down and study that and and speak to the constituents on that issue and see where they're at, and then take a position. And that's true that that is also in court. So how have these first few days of your term been? Here we are on, what, January 12th? Uh, what surprised or excited you in these first less than two weeks? You got to repeat that question. I'm, I'm having a little bad feedback. How, how have the first days of being a city council member been? What's been new and different and exciting or surprising or, oh, my God, you do it like this? Well, I'll be honest with you. My first day on the job, we had a major fire in the district, which was New Year's Eve. We had a five alarm fire where we had two NYCHA buildings, which got caught on fire. So I was, uh, you know, baptized by fire um, in a sense. And I was out there 
uh, 7 p.m., uh, 10, 15 minutes after the fire had started, uh, up to 5 a.m. that morning, uh, helping, assisting the residents uh, to make sure that they got uh, into hotels and giving them resources and just uh, trying to make sure that they got the assistance that was needed. Um, so, uh, you know, these are issues and, and things that I've fought and organized over my years in public service. So it's just really I have the title now and I'm able to do much more. And um, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm getting used to being called a council member. But, um, you know, <laughs> listen, heavy's the crown. And uh, again, we, we thank the residents for the opportunity and we're looking forward to, uh, you know, continue to continue to fight and, 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 and sit at, have a seat at the table. How do you think Mayor Adams is doing so far for the people in your district? Well, listen, there's frustrations with the administration um, across the board. I mean, obviously, with the budget cuts, um, proposed budget cuts. Um, and, you know, it, it seems like districts like mine, who have historically always been left behind, we get hit the hardest. And, um, you know, they said when it, when, it, when it rains, it pours. So we have to make sure that we are at one at the table and we're fighting to make sure that the um, 42nd Council Mag District gets the resources it needs um, and deal with some of the uh, systemic issues that have been facing my district. Um, so I think across the board, I wouldn't grade the mayor, but I would say that uh, there is frustration with some of his uh, positions that he has taken um, uh, across the board. How about his approach to public safety. I know public safety is one of the issues you wanted to mention today. Well, yeah, public safety, I think it's been a major issue in our district. Uh, we have, uh, you know, obviously we want to make sure we support increasing the visibility of the cure violence organizations and uh, this particular organization, TMK, uh, which is uh, doing a lot of work here out here in the East New York area or the 42nd Council Mac District. And um, public safety is important. I served as the uh, president of the 75th Precinct Council, president, vice president um, for a host of years. And uh, trust me, I understand the importance of public safety. Um, and I think we, we look forward to working with the administration on how to improve public safety, how we hold the community accountable, but also hold the police accountable and bridge that gap between police and community. I don't believe we can uh, exist without the police, but I think when there are uh, obviously uh, issues that come up, we need to stand up firmly against it and call them out and at the same time work with them to uh, build those, build that relationship that is needed uh, to, uh, to to provide public safety and safety to the residents of the 42nd Council Matter District. Do you support the state level bail reform law the way it is at this point, or do you think it contributes to crime in your district in any way? Well, I think we can possibly revisit the bail reform laws. Um, I'm, I'm open to have a conversation about that. Um, but I think we can revisit it. Can, can, you know, uh, I would like to hear what the constituents uh, are saying about uh, any needed reforms or what, what position they may take. You know, as an elected official, I always tell folks uh, we have to consult with the, uh, with the constituency before we make a decision. And uh, that's always been my posture. Um, so we will have some town hall meetings uh, to address that again, because we know public safety is a major issue. And um, we know that uh, we need to protect our residents. 
One more question from a listener. Listener writes, I am not in Banks District, but I am involved in protecting nesting shorebirds in Jamaica Bay and the Rockaway beaches. And they know your district uh, includes some of that. Does Councilperson Banks support efforts to protect wildlife and conservancy issues in his district? We would love support from local politicians around Jamaica Bay. Oh, yes. We actually, uh, I believe the Jamaica Bay shares a major part of my district and back at the Shirley Chisholm Park um, and along Starrett City um, and in the Gateway area. So we're definitely always looking uh, to to protect the, the wildlife um, and, and, and protect the environment. Um, we know that it's important to uh, protect the, uh, the environmental footprint. Of the, of, 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 the, of the district and um, and 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 we know that that's I think that's key and important to uh, stabilizing our community and uh, leaving this uh, world in a better better off than we 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 got it. So I would definitely love to have a more conversation about that um, and to see you know their positions and uh, how we can work together to accomplish that. So last thing, and I know you know this is coming, um, and I'll remind our listeners that a couple of years ago when we did a series with every one of the members of the New York City Council, we invited uh, at least, and I think all but one accepted, all 51 members of City Council on the show to talk about their districts after that big turnover election year. And we included in each one an invitation to bring a show-and-tell item from your district. Just one thing that a lot of other people might know about. It can be person, place, or thing in your district that you think they might find in- in- interesting. You have a show-and-tell for us today, I think. Well, I have, a, I have a lot. You know, I can <laughs> brag about the 42nd Council Mag District for hours and days. But since you've narrowed me to uh, just one, <laughs> uh, I'll definitely talk about the Shirley Chisholm Park. Uh, Shirley Chisholm uh, was our former congresswoman. Um, and uh, before, obviously, the district lines were redrawn, uh, which created the uh, the uh, Ed Towns uh, con- congressional seat. But um, the Shirley Chisholm Park, uh, which uh, uh, was uh, uh, created and funded, I believe, under Congressman Jeffries. And um, that particular park has obviously uh, is a, has become a, a major, major attraction in the district. And um, it, it shows the, the great pristine green space that exists in the district. And, um, you know, I always encourage folks in the summertime or even in the, uh, in the, in, in the wintertime or fall, to definitely uh, to to jog, to bike ride, and to enjoy that area because it's definitely a, a beautiful space. The brand new city council member from District 42, New Lots, East New York, Spring Creek, Remsen Village, Starrett City, East Flatbush, District 42. It's Chris Banks, Council Member Banks. Thanks so much for coming on with us. Good luck Thank during you, your term. We Thank look you. forward to talking to you as things come up. Likewise. Thank you.